Suplex City Limits. Fuck you, Tyler. Hey, whatever. I love him. That's why I say things like that. But we're here, you know, mastermind behind it. Also, musician, fan of solid ass music, fan of wrestling, a fan of video games, of weed as well, a fan of being a fucking kick ass human being. And we got him here tonight. What's going on, Jim? And somebody's got a fucking (laughs) hot rod behind him. That's not me, dude. That's me, dude. Higher than pterodactyl balls. Yeah, boy, Jay Vish. Jim <laughs> Alright, man. So, before we go into some shit that we're going to get into, I want to know about your music shit. You talk about it a little bit from what I've heard on Suplex City Limits. Every every once in a while, I'll get dabbles into it. But now's the opportunity, man. I want to hear what you're doing. Like, are you playing now? You know, the bands you've played with in the past. Like, shit. Um, I started off screaming to fucking Pantera albums in my bedroom when I was a like, young teenager. Um, but yeah, the first, in like the late 90s, I roadied with my friend's band, and I was just basically, well, I was the bitch, um, on the fucking tour and shit, do whatever. Not even tour, playing shows. And I would do uh, a Six Feet Under song with them, which was fucking hilarious looking back on it. Six Feet <laughs> Under sucks, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, because somehow along the way I figured out that I could do death metal vocals, so... But, uh, from, like, 2000 to 2005, I was in a band called Omnipotent Belligerence. You can find that shit on YouTube. Uh, we put out two albums. It's, like, crazy death metal grind, punk. It's everything, really. There's funk parts in there. It's We were real fucking tryhards. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. We played a lot of the, you know, we played shows like American Head Charge and shit. Oh, a week cool. before their, uh, whatever their bass player died. <laughs> oh, wow. We played with them, and I was like, these guys are fucking train wrecking. You know, but uh, anyway, I don't want to piss those guys off. They live around here. <laughs> oh, yeah? Where are you located at, Jim? In the upper Midwest. Okay, upper Midwest. They're from Minnesota. Okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, man, I was in a bunch of bands. I played drums in bands, Intimate Ninja. Which is a band like we recorded an album after I, I played drums for three months, and that was, so <laughs> we recorded that album. We named the our first demo uh, "Greatest Hits Volume One." <laughs> that's, that's kind of motherfuckers we were. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, man. I've been in a ton of bands. I've played drums in a band called Krauthammer. You can listen to online. I did vocals in a crazy metal band, Arrested for Sorcery. That's online. I forget about some of the bands I was in. <laughs> Kid. <laughs> I seriously have to think. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you sent I played... the links for like Arrested for Sorcery. That's cool, man. I really like that a oh, lot. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that was good. That was fucking rad. Are you are you still doing that? No, that band continued with uh, without me and another guy uh, as Lords of Sorcery. They're still together and still friends with them and shit. They still do stuff. They're awesome. But I just got to... I was in Stone Cloud Sunday at the same time. 
as uh, that band. Me and the other guy who eventually ended up out of Sorcery. So we had two bands going at once, and it was just a whole fucking thing, you know? So I didn't do that. I don't do anything now. I haven't. I kind of got out of my last band, Stone Cloud Sunday, uh, which I play guitar, and that's on Spotify and all that shit. But uh, I don't know. I got into podcasting, and I haven't really been doing it. I still play guitar and shit all the time. I still play, but I'm not in a band. I just got to the point where I think playing live, as weird as it is, was the my least favorite part of the whole thing. Hmm. So I didn't want to do that anymore. I don't know. As I got older, I think it's because I've smoked for so long and shit, like... I'm. I kind of developed a thing about playing that I didn't have when I was younger. I don't know. If that's weird, but <laughs> it's weird to be nervous about something 20 years later than if you weren't. I guess I don't know. <laughs> okay, so you sort of like developed like a stage fright a little later on than than before. Not a stage fright, I guess, but just the whole thing of nobody gives a fuck really about bands these days, especially bands in their town. You know. Um, Back in the day, Omnipotent Belligerence, like 2003, shit like that, we would play legit 700 people packed in rooms. I mean, just fucking crazy shows. And these days, if you can get 20 of your friends, you know, to DVR their shows they're going to watch and come out, it just seemed like, I was like, who is this for? Really? Because we play shows, there's like 50 people there. And a lot of them are just probably there, just like, hey, man, you're my friend, so I'm going to come see your band. Or maybe they do dig it, but it's like, who is this for, man? You know, and I just didn't need the identity anymore. I guess I'd identified with it for so long. Like, I can't not be in a band. That's why I was in bands for 25 years, you know, straight, because if I'm not in a band, then what am I? I'm just Jim, right? I don't have, I'm not Jim in bands. I'm just Jim, (laughs) fucking idiot, you know? So. Well, but, be, yeah. being without a band right now, like, how have you come to terms with that? Have you come to terms with being fucking, just fucking Jim? Well, I'm podcast Jim now, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just happened. As that band broke up, I started a podcast, and we've reached way more people, uh, made way more money, you know, I don't know, touch, you know, it just, it's just way more than if you have a band, so... Yeah. But some of the cool shit I know you did with, like, music, like, obviously, before we got on here, we were talking about you, you got to open for Soulfly, uh, you know, that's cool, because we just got to talk to, like, Max and a couple of the Cavaleras, so it's always nice to have that, and, like, what was that experience like? Good good time, good people? Dude, they're awesome, man. Yeah, Gloria's super friendly, uh, Max is, you know, he, he couldn't believe, we told him that, and it's a legit, Stone Cloud Sunday, we would do these bar shows where we'd play 245s of covers, and then we'd play 245s of our own shit. And we'd usually close with Roots, Bloody Roots. And he thought that was crazy. He's like, you guys play that in a fucking bar? And we would we close the bar with, we'd get all the people from the opening band or the other band that played up, and we'd have like 10 people gang vocal, Roots, Bloody Roots. But uh, yeah, they're super cool. The show ended up getting moved due to, I think, a flood at the venue. So it was an Eagles basement. And if you've ever been to a show in an Eagles basement, this is that exactly. You know, it's like the ceiling is nine feet tall maybe you know there's no stage there's no barrier there's no security at this show and it's sold out i mean there's you know i don't know 300 400 people and it was just crazy we played open for them then we just stood on the floor next to them while they (laughs) played our singer got to do roots bloody roots with them but just to see a band like that with no stage no barrier 
nothing, man. Just like they were an up and coming local band or something. And it was it was so awesome. And I don't know how many people have gotten that experience to see, you know, a band like that. It was it was a special night. I had a really good time with it. And they're super nice people. No, that's great to hear, man. That's a, such a cool story because, you know, like being that close to someone, you know, the intimate setting like that is just fucking insane. I can only imagine because I've been to just the big venues and seen them and, and it feels like the energy is off the chain. So I can only imagine that. That's so yeah, sick. Yeah, dude, we're all sepul- Sepultura fucking marks, dude. And let's do it lesser than Soulfly, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. And, like, going back to 2003, I'm just curious. Like, you said, I think that's a very similar vibe for what me and Joey went with bands out here. People would go to shows. People supported local bands. They were so fun to actually go check out. Like, fuck. Like, there was handfuls among handfuls of bands you'd actually know, and they'd bring a couple hundred people. Like, fuck, seeing that change is kind of depressing, man. Like, nobody gives a shit. The difference is you would see one of your friends somewhere by chance at a store or maybe you'd call them on the telephone and they'd actually be there to pick up the uh, pick up the other end and you'd be like right. dude in a week let's go to this thing so we can actually interact with one another <laughs> and you, you don't need that anymore and nobody gives a fuck about music anymore really local bands especially i mean that's this is my view on it and if nobody gives a fuck then what's the point yeah like i think joey like he's he's played so many shows in in town like up in saskatchewan here and i think you've ramp ranted pretty good about that show just about how fucking miserable it can be like who what does it take to get some motherfuckers to a show uh i don't know i wish <laughs> i knew that's um it's been a lot of years of playing for fucking nobody so whatever stone, with stone cloud sunday we would get all these um half, half a block from our jam space they opened a pretty decent venue and we would open for all these kind of you know Nothing against them; they're all nice people. We opened for Primer Fifty Five, oh, yeah. and this is way after the fact. This is like, you know, five years ago, six years ago, or whatever. Um, who else did we open for there? I forget. Oh, Green Jello. Ah, cool. Um, a bunch of other, you know, bands of that kind of level, and uh, that would get some people out, kind of. But it's just tough, man. Local bands, nobody gives a shit. That's just all there is to it. No, if you get if you get 20, 20, 30 people at a local show, you're fucking you're like a legendary now. Back in the day, like I said, those early two thousands, we'd rent a hall for two hundred bucks, get a security guard for a hundred bucks, you know, charge five dollars, get just pack the place beyond to where the fire inspector shows up every single time, yeah. and is bitching, and you're trying to argue with them and shit. That's fucking awesome, but it's just not like that anymore. Those yeah, are long fucking our, our shits were so like that. Gatherings were just—it was packed. It was sweaty. It was hot. It was gross. Everybody who you wanted to and didn't want to associate with were there, and it was just a fucking <laughs> experience, man. Yeah, I would have a better—you'd have a better chance with you all started your own Facebook or not Facebook, uh, YouTube pages, and then built songs, you know, on the internet together and put them up that way. You know, you'd be better off playing just playing your guitar on YouTube probably than you would. <laughs> actually but i don't know whatever now we can't even interact with people so i know like, hey ready to i'm ready to start playing jamming on uh, discord and shit people play guitar and you want to like, you can't play simultaneously but you can still exchange ideas and hang out and shit so i want to do that cool man That's cool. i know i think a lot of people are really kind of thinking outside the box whether they be people that just want to get together and jam or whether they're people that are 
actually creating music with one another. You know, we've talked to a lot of artists that are like, okay, um, I'll send my tracks, you know, I'll do things at home, and it works. But it's, I don't know, I'm not the, the musician, like, I've never done it, so I just kind of see where, you know, it, it always looks so much cooler to be, you know, jamming with your friends, actually feeding off of their energy as opposed to, here, I'm going to send you a track and you add to it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's a good point. But now, you know, music, it's kind of, sounds like it's secondary as opposed to big Jim, the podcaster, man, the superstar, the legendary Jim Vicious. Fuck. <laughs> we, we started a, I started a wrestling podcast when I was completely oblivious to how saturated it was. I, you know, I listened to a few shows and I was like, oh, that'd be awesome to do. I had no idea that there was a zillion other of them. I, is this the most saturated market or is it just because we're in it that I feel that way? I don't know. I, I don't know. I just know podcasts in general are r- ridiculous, but the people that stick yeah. it the people that stick it out, you know, they, they make go at it, right? Because I, I tell Joey this that okay, if we can hang out past this pandemic period, a lot of people are gonna fizzle out because they've started them up because they're bored right now. <laughs> so if you last yeah. last through this, hell yeah, keep going. You have some stuff to do. But I didn't even notice myself how, how big wrestling podcasts were because I just didn't follow them. And the reason I didn't was because they were usually boring and they took themselves way too fucking seriously. Whereas you guys don't. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a crazy thing. You can't, it's almost the same, right? It was music where good luck getting any kind of traction in that. It's just so many of them and, you know, terrible ones turn people off to the whole idea. And it's whatever. I don't know. We just do it because we have fun and. I always, with podcasting in general, it's like, even if that makes one person's day better, like there's one person out there who's like looking forward to it and they're like, fuck yeah, when it comes out, then I can take two hours of my week to do that. You know, that's like a worthwhile endeavor to me. Yeah. Even if it's for one person, much less, you know, the millions that stuff that's <laughs> duplex that he lives says. That's right. We've seen the stats. We've seen them. Huge, man. Hugely popular. Impressive. Yeah. We're striving. That's why we're getting tips from the master here. How long you been doing the pod for? Uh, since 2015, early 2015, April. 2015, eh? Okay. So not, not that long. I mean, not, not that like, you know, there's a lot of shows that are like old as shit. 2005, six, whatever. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 2015. But what made you choose wrestling out of the bunch? Like, you know, wrestling fan from life? Is that the, the story behind you, Jim? Like, Sort of. Sort of, kind of. Re- hardcore wrestling fan from birth until 2000. And then not for a long time. I started watching Ring of Honor on HGNet. I started coming back into it then. And I followed that shit. And then really what got me back into it again, I was completely out again. But Lucha Underground fired up. And I was just all in on that shit. So it kind of got me back in, and I, even though WWE was awful at that time, I was like, I'll watch this shit, you know. I have nostalgia for wrestling. I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. And I don't know. It just seemed like I was listening to shows that did that shit, you know, um, like Saw the Monster and uh, Wrestling Soup. Mostly those two, I guess. And uh, so I was like, fuck, we should do this. So I don't know. It just by chance, wrestling is... Uh, I mean, it's something I like, but it's not as... Uh, people think you do a show about it, that it must define you. 
You know, like, oh, you must be hardcore about this. Uh, maybe I am, I guess. I don't know. I, I mean, the, I mean, like the two Takahashi cats are seriously right <laughs> above me. The pink one and the black one. A bunch of Lucha Legends action figures. Okay, maybe I'm a fucking wrestling man. I'm sorry. Well, like, that's the thing. You know, uh, compared compared to a lot of people, maybe. Like, to me, yeah, I don't know any Japanese shit. I just don't. Um, compared to the next guy down the road, you guys might know fuck all, right? To, like, a, a guy who's just invested to anything. But I, I like what you bring because it's a little bit of everything. And it's also, you know, I find you guys to be fair, realistic. You guys generally don't just shit on people for the sake of shitting them. You know, sometimes they do when they deserve it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what I wanted to do was a wrestling podcast that was offensive and, like, uh, to try to be more comedy and I don't know. It depends on the week, I guess, but <laughs> but yeah, we, for, I guess if people haven't heard it. Well, what's, we the, what's the worst really... shit you ever got, like, crapped on for? You know Dude, I actually, back in the day, like, you know, I should honestly go back there and take a lot of them because we have all of them up there mm -hmm. and you're a different person you know nowadays there's that whole thing of you're uh you're flip-flopping if you change your mind on something you're not growing you're not learning you know what i'm saying so there's probably a lot of shit in those old ones that i said that i probably don't stand behind anymore i, I guarantee it you know? oh, without a doubt. we used to just be offensive for the sake of offensive you know, mm -hmm. I know. Like, it's better. we used to have a different co-host originally, and that was the whole thing. Is like, say the worst thing you could possibly say. Well, and where where did this co-host go? Like, tell me the background behind him, because like, all I know is you, you and Tyler. That's that's my background for you and SEO. Uh, well, what Tyler took over at like episode one hundred, maybe. And I originally started with uh, my buddy Rando, and he was. He had a, way more of a casual wrestling fan. And it was something to do. He, he, didn't, he got to a point where he didn't want to watch it anymore, which rightfully so. Because at that time, it was like, we have to watch WWE. We were one of those people who are lying to ourselves. Like a lot of people are. We're like, I host a podcast. Even though I hate this, I have to watch it. Like, no, you don't. You don't have to. But he didn't want to anymore, and I don't blame him. So yeah. then, uh, after a rigorous search for a co-host, uh, Tyler Fudge came aboard. Tyler Fudge, Grand Prairie Zone. And I had Grand met him Prairie. because we were on the OSW podcast network, and so were the Federation. So we met them through there. I listened to all the other shows on there when it first launched, and I listened to theirs, and they made a mention of our name or something. And I was like, oh, cool. So we started interacting, and then we'd have him and Travis on the show all the time, and then, yeah, he took over as co-host. There was other people who, he was my first choice, but I had other choices who I've never told. <laughs> but if he'd have said no, I would have went to them. Okay. There you go. Okay. What put Tyler above the rest? He's he's fucking. You listen to the show. He's fucking cracks me up. Dude. <laughs> there you go, Tyler. You're all right. You're you're there you go. you're you're Even not like you're not just the older, balder, fatter, uglier fudge brother. You're the funny one. His you're pretty funny of, too. This handling of the English language alone cracks me the fuck up. <laughs> like, I just laugh so hard at that shit. That's that Newfie school system coming up. I was going to say, sure. that's the Newfoundlander. Yeah. And he's my kind of dude. He's, uh, you know, he's the same kind of smoker I am fucking all the time, every day. <laughs> you know? So, I don't know, we, we just identify with each other. We're into the same shit. No, I like it. You guys feed off of each other nicely, man. It's, it's cool. It's a cool show. 
And yeah, I try and listen to it every week there. You know, Saturdays are my days. I like when you guys get it out like like later in the day. That works for me. Don't do it Sundays. <laughs> pisses me off. Fucking me off. Fucking lazy fucks. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and how do you feel like, you know, you said you don't necessarily have to watch WWE because you do a wrestling podcast. You feel like it's fucking pretty oversaturated with what there is out there to watch when you could watch it. I felt that was the hardest thing to do was keep up to date with stuff I wanted to. I just didn't have time to watch fucking wrestling every single night of the week. Well, they have that too. I mean, but it's just awful. Uh, I feel like Raw and SmackDown are abysmal and have been for, I mean, since like 2001. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. Randomly there with the CM Punk shit was pretty good, but <clears throat> I think it's just awful, and it baffles me that people watch it, especially the people who don't like it. They hate it, and they watch it every week, and it's a weird thing. I don't do things that I don't like. Why would you right. do that? Yeah. It's like Most waking up and just like punching yourself in the dick to start the day. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Just gives you something to complain about, right? And they watch live. Some people watch live. They spend three hours on Monday night watching the raw holy shit bro so it's just bad <clears throat> but yeah how are you gonna watch it it's five hours of that and they still do 205 live and shit they're out of their mind they're... yeah I, I pretty much was sort of off and on big fan attitude era kid for sure and then i just stopped it was basically the wcw invasion stuff when WWE so everybody it. stopped I, I just quit right and then i had more important things to do and they just did it so bad that I tried to watch. I definitely did, but it it was bad. I, I said, no, nah, this, fuck it. I'm not going to do it. And now I bounce back every so often. I check in. Um, mainly I, I, what my appeal is live events. Like I go to the live local shows more than anything. That's where That's the fun great. is at, man. Well, yeah, if you have an indie there. Uh, well, if you still have an indie there after all this. But, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the, no the sure. shit, right? <laughs> We're supposed to have another CWE event rolling through with Vampiro and Shane Douglas being our headliners, so, mm. you know, we'll see. We have uh, no pro wrestling, and my city is the capital city of the state. It's the second most populated, and shit runs all around it, but shit never comes here. Nobody runs here at all. <laughs> oh, wow, man. We got we got a couple <clears throat> that pass through. Like, there's one, actually, where Joe lives, uh, they had two promotions one of them fizzled out and got bought by cwe and then there's still a small one that runs out there so like there's two in our capital of the province and you can check out generally would run once a month and you'd have uh, your opportunity to go to two shows it's fun has the good same group of people actually i feel like that to me has turned into you know concert gatherings for me instead of instead of going to uh like music shit i go to the wrestling shows and everybody gets together and actually has fun Aside from, you know, some of the old, 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 old geriatric fucks that are there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, like, one, and they'll do shows every once in a while, but it is yeah, the the very entry level of a pro, of an indie company. You know, it's, like, a bunch of dudes who want to wrestle, and, I mean, you know, so I don't go to that shit. Yeah. I probably should, but... I was going to go one time, because they just do shows randomly for free sometimes at their gym. And they're like, yeah, you should come, but don't talk about us. And don't say, we well, you know, don't come to our show. Right now, I guess, you know, don't come to our show and then <laughs> go on your podcast and shit on us. 
which I never went. I was just like, well, uh, I wouldn't do that to somebody anyway on that level, you know? Right. That's and like, I saw my cousin Brian's fucking band. In the fuck garage. you, Brian. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> they fucking suck. <laughs> Worst band. What a waste of my time. Yeah. Well, man. Don't we've... anyone ever go see them. We've had some suspect shows, that's for damn sure, where, you know, the ring breaks, the turnbuckles pop off, uh, shit's just shady as all fuck. That's fun, man. I enjoy the carniness of it. That, that really brings... Do you like that? I do. I think it's wild. I, I feel for some of the wrestlers that are in there and their safeties is potentially at very, very high risk. <laughs> yeah. But, again, it's a good time, man. Like, when I took you out to that show, it's just fun. Check your brain at the door. Even more so than when you watch it on TV and go and cheer and yell and fuck, they yell back. It's fun. Yeah, man, it's kind of crazy where we're at right now. We're like, hey, man, remember going to things with people? (laughs) (laughs) Remember humans? (laughs) Are we ever going to do these things again? I don't know. I honestly think the last thing I really did was actually going to that show, the wrestling show with you, Joey. That was that was the last thing I fucking did too for and, sure. And then the world or like went a mall crazy. trip one time. Yeah, I went to the mall with my family one time, like the day before. They're like, "Oh, it's a pandemic," so I was like, "Oh, well, all right." Yeah, it was. You know, you know what I did? That, what the uh, fat stoner that I am? Radius <laughs> was kicking off, and it's like this could be fucking something. We went. I was like, I gotta go to the Chinese buffet by my house. Ate a fuckload of Chinese food because I knew it was gonna be good. <laughs> There's gonna be no Chinese buffet, dude. You think buffets will be months. fucking shut down for good or what? Well, no, but I mean they still are here. A lot of restaurants. Oh, here I mean, are still... I mean, you think they'll come back? That was the thing. I didn't know if people would be so scared of like the germs being so close. That Touching like... a spoon, right? Touching yeah. a spoon that somebody else touched, right? Yeah. Because yeah, I... like no out idea. here, it's big, man. We have the KFC buffet, and and that was huge oh, for the KFC huge. in town. And so if that shuts down. Ah, fuck, I don't know what'll happen. People from the... I've seen videos where people go up to Canada and they go to these because a lot of, they don't have them here in America anymore. You know, people have nostalgia for that. I used to work at KFC. Yeah? When I was 16 years old. Nice. We had a bong that we hid in the ceiling tiles <laughs> and we would smoke <laughs> it in the cooler and people would do fucking acid while working. <laughs> fuck, it just messed working that deep fryer. Like, whoa. Whoa, yeah. Dude, I did an awful thing when I worked there. I shouldn't even admit. It's been long enough that if anyone <laughs> died, it's okay. So, like, one of my position was to cook chicken. I was a chicken cook. You get out of there. If you do all your shit and it's slow, you bake a bunch of extra cooked chicken at 8 o'clock and you can go home early. They'll just let it sit there for an hour and sell it to people. But anyway, they, I was, like, tore my whole table down. And they're like, you got to do one more before you go. Cocksucker. So I just grabbed this big tray and I set it up next to the three sinks. You know, and they're full of shit. My buddy's washing stuff in there. And I start throwing seasoning and flour on top of this chicken. The tray slips into the sink, which is full of, he was floor soap, this green floor soap. It's supposed to be for the floors. He used that in his sinks, but fucking cleans better. <laughs> <laughs> Whole thing goes in there. I pull it back out of there. I throw a bunch of fucking seasoning on it. Take it out, drop it in the fucking fryer, clock Where out, you go? clock out of the fucking door. <laughs> I was like 16 <laughs> years old. Holy shit! When you're 16, you just like you don't give a fuck, man. Not at all, man. 
Yes, fuck. Everything's out the door because I gotta go hang out with fucking people. <laughs> I have to go eat mushrooms or something. <laughs> <laughs> so Doesn't nice. even exist anymore because we would steal from that place so much. <clears throat> yeah, so, so you, were you guys fed well working there? Just took everything home? Well, I would do chicken cook and then my friend would close the front, so the person who closes the front gets to take home any chicken that's left over. And if I am the one making the chicken and he's the one doing that, then I just make fuck tons of chicken. Oh fuck, man. <laughs> I think any job like that, everybody finds those sweet little perks. When I was working security at this one hotel, uh, do the midnight shift to like midnight till 7am, all the guys doing the midnight audits, we'd just go and just raid the kitchen and like they'd left everything there. They left them on because they'd come back at like 5 a.m. to do the breakfast. So we just go into the kitchen, just like fucking 15 pounds of chicken fingers, throw that shit in the deep fryer and like whatever, you know, fuck, it's just fucking feed me. I made like $8 an hour working from midnight till 7 a.m. Yeah. Last, you, you can give me some fucking chicken fingers. Why do you yell like that? Listen to like fucking plug. I still listen to punk rock, but even back then, you're like, fuck them, fuck everybody, fuck this rich corporation. And I remember like working at a place where we would just filling garbage bags full of fucking cheesecakes from the freezer and shit. Like, we steal everything from that motherfucker. Because we lived together, me and my buddy lived together, and was like, we have no food. So we just fill up garbage bags full of shit, throw it over like Ghetto Santa style. Get <laughs> that's, that's classy. That's a good time. But you said that you're, you're like kind of old school punk style, punk rock man. I hear you talk about that on on SCL. Like, you know, was, is that a big part of your music listening growing up to? I know you give Tyler a lot of shit all the time because of his pop punk band start. But like, yeah, <laughs> what's, what's I kind of had it too. Did you? I didn't. I didn't even know if you like listened to that at all. So like, I I grew up with it, and that's the only reason I kind of can somewhat tolerate punk. I've never gotten into it, man. Like, do you still listen to a lot of like hardcore punk shit? Ah, dude, I still listen to old Pennywise albums and shit all the time. Bad Religion. Yeah, dude. But I came in the same. I was thirteen in '94 when Dookie came out, so that was the first punk album in which. I give Tyler shit because his was Blinko in 82. That was his intro to punk. Not really that different when you think about it. I mean, Green Day's a, lot, a little more legit punk rock band than, than them. But it's the same thing. A popular thing hit and got you into it. And then you cultured yourself and learned backward. And, you know, so it's whatever. Yeah, well, that's, that's where it took off for me. And I just never took off to the punk aspect of it. I don't know. Maybe it's just, it just wasn't for me. I went to that new metal era. Yes, love yeah. that shit. Listen to that. Me and Joey were all about that, and like, fuck, man. I still find myself to this day. That's what my record collection is. Well, like my fucking well, there's no such thing as a record collection, pretty much, or for CDs anymore. It's all on Google Play or Spotify or something now. And man, 2000 and 2000 to 2005 was like my shit. It's scary, oh. man. It's scary. Yeah, I mean, I, I just found whatever, but I don't know. I, I live punk rock as well. I kind of like have a punk rock ethos about everything, so okay. I don't know. Well, like, where, where would you say that uh, punk rock 101, if somebody hasn't listened, like me, where would you get them started? Like, what albums would you be like, hey, fuck, check this out, you'll like it, it's not too crazy? Uh, like old shit, or I mean, like, starting at the beginning? I don't um, know. Whatever you think someone should listen to, whether it be essential to listen to, old, new, whatever. 
I mean, I don't know, Minor Threat, Complete Discography from, I don't know, the early 80s. That shit's fantastic. Straight Edge Punk from Washington, D.C. <clears throat> I don't know. This, I think Pennywise is great. I don't, know, I, I don't know how anybody would not like Pennywise. I can say probably just because I haven't listened to him. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> well, you told me a song today, but I don't know what it is. But that's like, I don't know. It's not a huge... I listen to that shit. I'm, I am punk rock. I like punk, but also listen to death metal and all kinds of shit i mean you know and i've been in bands of all kinds i guess like i'm belligerence was death grind and i was in a funk band i played drums in kraut hammers kind of like a weird rock and roll band i love kraut hammer i also love the name i thought that was fucking awesome yeah so thanks man that's awesome uh we we were jammed for like a year played some shows and then the dude moved away came back and was like hey we should record a we should record a Krauthammer album tomorrow night. Hadn't jammed in like four years. I am have not played drums in four years after I sold my kit. I weigh at that time I weighed fucking like a hundred pounds more. It was fucking awful. We recorded that album kind of when we sent it off to our buddy who like tried to master it and fix it. Fix some of the fucking <laughs> madness that's in there, but it's something I you know, it's whatever. Okay. And is that one of the ones that's on online right yeah. now? Yeah, Crownhammer is on Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, it's an instrumental band. I think all my bands except for Intimate Ninja are around online. I don't know if that one is. That used to be on MySpace, but I couldn't find it online. And I play guitar on some uh, shit with... Uh... Oh, I'm so fucking high right now. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I think of his name? Is the oh uh, DJ Mega Ran? Sorry. Cool man. We'll have to get links for all the shit. I'll, I'll definitely plug it because I know you've given us arrested for sorcery, crowd hammer, stone cloud Sunday, whatever you can find. I'm curious, man, and then then all your SEL guys can track it down and check it out. Cause man, there's a bunch of music guys on there. I know like Wooly Fudge. He does like a lot of music for you guys, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Like, is, is he the one who's doing like the it, fucking? What is he doing? He did- he does the Federation music. He does a lot of extras music and songs in there. Okay, yeah. Fucking right. That's awesome. That's cool. I like that you guys integrate people in the community like that. And that's sort of like how Tyler did it too for the Federation. Got me on there because I do sales stuff for, you know, CWE. And we talked about the last tour and just helped promote. I think that's really fun about these podcasts and the relationships that people build and fucking get to, you know, see what one another's doing. You made us so many friends through podcasts, like people you'd have never met, and like people we've known for so long now that I consider actual legit friends. You know? Yeah, man. How many of you like ended up meeting? Oh, not many, dude, because I don't do shit. <laughs> no, lay low. So, so quarantine hasn't hasn't caused too much of a ruckus for you. I went to a WWE, a couple of WWE house shows, and there was people there. You know, who listened to the show, who I ran into and stuff, but dude, no. I don't really go anywhere, man. I don't like to travel. I don't like to leave my city. I don't really like to sleep in a bed that's not my bed. I hear that, man. I hear that. Comfort for me is key. I fucking love it. And that's the thing. A lot of my family gives me shit for it because if we'll go to like a family gathering... People are like, oh, you can stay at my fucking house and stay on this futon. I was like, yeah, right, <laughs> man. My big fucking ass isn't going on that. I'm going on a king-size bed at a hotel, bitch. 
Yeah, I'm not staying in anybody's house, dude. I'd rather sleep in a fucking park than stay in somebody's house. <laughs> or like the 20 people, one at the house with one bathroom. Like 15 of them are girls, so that it's always occupied. So I'm like shitting outside in a five-gallon bucket. Our parents probably did that to us. I just have horrible memories of being a kid and staying at you know your uncle and aunt's houses out of town, sleeping on some fucking air mattress and getting woken up at the crack of dawn because people are up doing shit, making it's just awful. And you wake up and it's like none of my shit's here. Like God damn it, this sucks. Oh, exactly. It's it's not fun. It's family. You gotta say it. It's family. Fuck family. You know what? <laughs> I want to get up. I want to feel refreshed. I want to have my continental breakfast. And then I will come see you guys at about 2.30. Then we can eat at 4 again. And then I can go back to my hotel at 6 and hang out with the person I want to hang out with. I don't take that family shit very seriously. Like, blood doesn't really mean much to me. It's interesting, me versus my, my missus. She's super hardcore family, you know, and, like, that all... It doesn't matter, but like for me, I don't give a shit. Of anybody who's I don't like or has a personality traits or, you know, likes Trump or any of that shit, I just you're just gone forever. I just don't care if you're my aunt, my uncle. <laughs> really, yeah. I only interact with people I like and enjoy, and I don't really care. Well, you're like That's fucking. True, man. You're like fucking trying to immigrate into Canada now, aren't you? Got your Cana- uh, Canadian old lady. I mean, it doesn't really work like that. <laughs> if it did, if it did, I would be there fucking. Curling and drinking maple syrup and shit with you motherfuckers right now. Well, drinking like, maple syrup while curling. That's how you do it. That's the true God. Canadian way. Get myself a skidoo. Oh, you know it. You're in. Fucking let that's it like rip. That's part of the citizenship exam. You gotta fucking drink a bottle of maple syrup while you're fucking curling and driving a skidoo at the same time. Back in 85, I think they let you even smoke on the rink when you're throwing that curling yes. rock. You can bust some darts out there. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Man, it's, it's wild. I am well-versed in Canadian culture, man. My missus is Canadian. All my in-laws are Canadian. Tyler Fudge. Tyler Fudge. Travis like, Fudge. The Fudge Brothers, man. We love shooting the shit with them about it. Like an honorary, honorary Canadian over here. Yeah, You're like man. an ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> and, and i know what you mean about how hard it is to just get up here because my next door neighbors actually for for a while i had a he was a yankee he was from fucking minot so basically canada uh but mm-hmm. but he got married <laughs> yeah got married to, to his woman and man it was just constant like checks and paperwork and people coming to see if they weren't scamming the system and it took forever it just sounded so hard to do i thought it was all fucking, hey, get married, boom, green card, no. accepted. No, he's up there from Minot. <laughs> yeah. Minot, North Dakota. Been there a zillion times, dude. That's like the... I've been there a few times. That's the furthest I've pretty much been in the United States. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ditto. But weirdly enough, once you cross the border, you can tell it's the USA because there's fucking gun stores on every corner. Guns and liquor, guns and liquor and Target. And Target. <laughs> yeah. I think they I mean, got, if I could. They got the pizza you know, ranch. If I could just, like, hey, you can be a citizen up here, and I could somehow figure out my my job or, you know, whatever the case was, I would I'd totally live up there. Yeah, man. Well, fuck. Oh, fuck this. Fuck this shit, man. 
it's like opposite because we had a guy on here who is into e-gaming and he got a fucking work visa to go down to the states like willy-nilly it seems like the easiest thing to do in that world Fuck. but they don't yeah, really do, do that yeah i know they don't really do that to states to canada yeah. <laughs> was, was he a white to the, from canada was he a white guy named bill from canada yeah probably <laughs> if i could fast track him in dude yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like it's not like the other way where it's like you really want to move to Canada? What the fuck? Well, the other way is like, all right, man, you're on your own. Yeah. yeah did you purchase uh, special insurance to cover you while you're in the U.S.? How crazy is that? Yeah. yeah fucking get. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you just—it's such a foreign idea. I bet they scare the shit out of you guys out there. You know, because like if you're there, they'll just fucking. Because they probably—I mean, I guess they'll let you in. But... This place, this country's crazy with the healthcare shit. Oh, dude, I've heard some stories about shit. Like, I heard one guy, or a buddy of mine, had a friend or something that got in, like, a wicked car accident and cost, like, $400,000 to fucking put him back together, basically. It's like, holy fuck. Oh, yeah, I was in the hospital uh, a couple of years ago for, like, two days, and it was $10,000. For t- for how long? Two days. Whoa. I came in. I came into the ER. I stayed... I think I stayed two days. Yeah, I stayed. I slept there twice. That first night I included, I think. Then this, another night, and then left them the next morning. And oh it was $10,000. I was in for two weeks one time. It didn't cost me a fucking penny. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. You know, I'm like, I live in a... I don't have $10,000. I don't no, have... No. Most times, I don't have $1,000, much less $10,000. Like, so, what the fuck am I supposed to do, you know? What did you do? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. He took care of it. It's all good. It, it, yeah, Allah. I, I don't think uh, I don't think I'm gonna say actually. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> we'll leave it. We'll leave it at the. But you're alive and well. You 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 made it work. My cunning end. got me through, man. Most people would have been fucked. <laughs> Most people would have been. Well, I'm glad to hear that you somehow made it through and you're doing what you do. And and if anybody knows, that's why, yeah, he lives in the northern, mid-western, eastern area. Uh, the government doesn't need to know. You disclose your real... Some of these cats, like, just use their real name. And one day I was like, I was like, so why did you, where did you come up with the fudge shit, the fudge brothers? <laughs> it's like, what's her name? What? You use your real name on this shit. Fuck that. I don't even say where I live. Any of that shit. <laughs> I'm not too scared. People, if the people want to know me, they can. So I'm good. I think it maybe it's a Canadian thing where it's like, yeah. And then then I also I also get in shit because a lot of people are just you know like, oh, don't you think people will steal your identity? This and that that's out there. I was like, they can have it if they want it. Yeah, so, man, come get it. Fuck it's, it's not that good. You guys want like three hundred thousand dollars in debt and a six million dollar lawsuit? Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was a six million dollar lawsuit. Yeah, I believe it was eight. I always underestimated. It was eight million dollars. Can got. you talk about that yet? I don't know if it's a, a fully. All I can say is like the basis behind it, right? So living in. I'm assuming if you haven't had anything happen yet, you're probably all right. Yeah, and plus me, like I had nothing really to do with it at all because I wasn't even there and I don't smoke. So the thing was, we were living in an apartment and a uh, house fire might have started on our balcony they don't even know they don't even know because there's yeah there's two other stories and two other 
fucking lawyer shit that say, no, it was an electrical fire, it wasn't the cigarette that started it. Like, I don't smoke, my girlfriend smokes. And she had one, like, maybe, maybe fucking 14 hours before, but her neighbor guy, he might or might not have flicked his out the window and the wind caught it and then blew it onto ours. And nobody knows, like, you're arguing this shit, but since it started on our fucking balcony, we had shit to do with it. And then the fire department came in, asked a bunch of questions and questions and questions. Two years later, we thought it was all good. And then, hey, a guy came and served me with papers. I had to go to Calgary and go ask, answer more questions. And fuck, I don't know. It's, it might be done. God only knows. But when you get a fucking lawsuit for like $8 million, when you like have uh, $8, it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I write you a check? Yeah, this? Yeah. this might bounce. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you gonna, I don't know what you're going to take, man. Good luck getting any of that. Yeah, I yeah, that shit happens, man. There's one here, like, same deal. Where just recently, brand new, pretty new apartment building just burned to the fucking ground, man. <laughs> because of a cigarette butt or something. Something on some patio. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing, too. They, they grilled us about, like, what cigarette, like, what ashtray it was and, like, it had water in it, but what time was it filled? Did I ever fill it up with water? I was like, holy fuck, man, I was at school. I don't smoke. Like, what can I tell you about this? And just grilling me. I had to just... And then my lawyer, he'd be, like, putting his hand out in front to, like, make me stop talking if I was going to say something. Or he'd reword some questions so sneakily. That was fucking intimidating, man. I got to see that shit firsthand at how they kind of want you to say something that could go against you. Dude, say Bastards, that's man. say Bastards. nothing, say nothing without your lawyer. Say nothing with your lawyer. There's a fucking reason for the trial. Do it at the trial. I, I, these people, I watch these shows all the time. I listen to true crime podcasts. These people will talk to police without lawyers, and they get sucked into every single trap that these dude, motherfuckers have because they have a bunch yeah. of them, dude. And you'll watch them just fall in every single yeah. trap. There was one. What the fuck was that? There's a show on Netflix about that sort of thing. I can't remember what the hell it was called, but they would basically just say like, "Oh, sorry, did you say that you fucking did this?" And they're like, "No, oh, you did do it." You know, it's like that. And they like rope into it, and then they have it on tape somehow. Taped confessions or some shit like that, or false confessions, or I don't know what the hell it was called. People like do serious fucking jail time because they got fucking roped into some shit that the cops or detectives or whatever roped them into stuff. It's fucking crazy. Shit like that Dassey kid and uh, to make a murderer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. know if they did it or not, but I mean, you know, this kid is uh, has a diminished capacity, and they just like they just sit there just jabbing this motherfucker, you know, just oh my god, sitting there with no lawyer present. Oh, and just oh. this half-wit mom, like good luck. Well, like for me here, it was like two and a half years after or whatever. One question they asked is like, "Fuck, like, did you have a barbecue on your patio?" I was like, "What? Uh, no." But yeah, yeah, fuck, I don't fucking remember. Like, and, and uh, so all I said is like, I do not recall. <laughs> good, good like, word. I was just like, yeah, no, wait, wait a second, fuck, I couldn't, I, after two years, I can't remember shit. I just so know. All your shit, all your stuff burned up and then, yeah? No, we were lucky. Um, the worst one was the person directly below us. She was actually in uh, the same class as me. And so I got a fo- phone call. But my lady, she's like, hey, guess what? Our apartment's burning. I was like, yeah, fuck, whatever. Stupid practical joke. And then she's like, no, seriously, you better get home. I was like, okay, well, I'll check this out. Yeah, firefighters are there and shit like that. And um, 
they had to go into that one below us. But most of the fire was in there. A lot of water damage, a lot of shit like that. Then they found out that when they busted in the walls, there was like a fuck ton of asbestos. So even the stuff that was good, they couldn't save it. So like, if it was like just covered in asbestos, but not fire damage, they wouldn't let you take it. So like, everything was pretty much hooched in there. We had to wait for fucking months to get our stuff out. So we ended up living in a hotel for the, uh, like a month and a half, maybe two months. Uh, during like the last part of school so my final exams and shit were taking place I'm like trying to study in the hotel we only had like three pairs of clothes that they provided us money for and then <laughs> and then I could only pick out like six of my textbooks from the, the fucking apartment and then they sent us on our way and then I had to wait for it to get professionally cleaned and then in that time we fucking got roped into renting an apartment by them and they said we'd be able to move into it which we couldn't so we got stuck paying two months rent for a place we never got to live yeah it was a shit show wow yeah fuck it's a shit show life man it's fucking weird yeah, yeah. It's the only life the man only, fucking it's life. fucking weird <laughs> the only thing I ever had to do in court was go for a noise complaint cause they don't give you a ticket for that they just give you a court date and I remember we were having like a buddy's birthday party and our neighbors were like just pissed off because they don't like fun or anything like that. They're fucking salty bastards. That's and, me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we gave we gave them our phone number and said, you know, if we get too loud, just fucking shoot us a text. We'll shut up. We'll fuck off. No problem. And they never did that. I'm I'm high as hell. I'm fucking drunk. And uh, I see all these cops walk into my backyard with their flashlights out and shit. And they're like, who fucking lives here? And like my, my roommate didn't put his hand up, but I did like an idiot. It's like, yeah, and then like, hey, come to the car, and I had, like, all this dope in my pocket and shit, and this was, like, before weed was legal, not that they probably give too big of a fuck, but whatever, so I had, like, my, like, a quarter of weed in my pipe and shit, and I'm, like, chilled in this backseat of the cop car, I was like, oh, God, <laughs> okay, and they're like, so, uh, yeah, here, here's your court date, I'm like, oh, fucking what? You got a court date for a nice complaint? Okay, so that was like a week or something. I was like looking at like a five thousand dollar fine. They ain't got anything to do up there. They're like, well, we ain't got no crime, bud. So well, we live we live in a pretty fucking murder filled city, but apparently oh, my my fucking <laughs> my little party was the hot thing that night. So I had to go to court, and uh, they made me. They told me to get questions ready for like my accusers and this and that I had to sit on the whole thing and like sort of tell the truth and all this shit and they're like the the fucking uh, defendants or I guess no plaintiffs were giving me shit saying this like oh they're so loud and blah 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 I'm like okay yeah fuck whatever and they're like okay it's your turn so I take the stand took the stand like a fucking champion I sit there and they're like do you have any questions for uh, the police officer that was writing the ticket and I said uh, yeah, I guess so. I was like, just one, man. Like, on a scale of one to ten, when you pulled up, how fucking loud was it? And she's like, uh, ten being the loudest? I said, yeah, if you prefer, that's fine, sure. And she's like, I'd say about a three. I said, okay, no further questions. I said, no further questions in court. That's my own attorney. <laughs> Stick it to the man! All I had to pay was the 50 bucks for being in court. So you still have to fucking pay to even go to court, which is fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm that neighbor, dude. I don't call the cops, though, motherfuckers. But I yeah. don't want to hear people's shit. I don't want to see their yeah. shit. You know, that's fair, man. That was, it's totally fair. I get it. I was young. I was a much younger person. <laughs> I also don't want to smell their shit. 
mm-hmm. people around here, um, you know, people like to have fires and stuff, and I get that, but I like to have my windows open without oh, my dude. whole yeah. place smelling like a campfire. So word up, I'm there with you. I'm some there with people you. find that crazy, and then like in the city uh, adjacent to me, they just uh, legalize chickens. Like you guys are out of your fucking minds. Fuck, I would go bad shit crazy living next to somebody who had chickens. Like Sorry, have- they legalized you can have pet chickens, like you can have chickens on like your front lawn and shit? In your backyard, like you can have chicken ch- for eggs. Okay. Yeah, chicken coop. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <clears throat> you imagine that shit, smelling that shit, hearing no. it, any of it, dude. It's no, crazy. Yeah. You know how cheap eggs are, dude? <laughs> you get a dozen <laughs> eggs for like 99 cents? You're gonna fucking clean shit and feed and all this. Fuck off, dude. It's like the amount of time, you know, even like a tomato, right? People are like, I like to garden. You ever look at the amount of time and money and shit that actually goes into growing your own tomato? Just go buy a fucking tomato, Just go bro. Go buy a fucking tomato, exactly. Yes! Me and this guy, man, we're fucking on point. Uh, I would like, to, I would like to say it's quite relaxing to grow your own vegetables. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. There's all that beside it. It doesn't bother me. Safe. If you garden, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, that's Unless fine. you're spreading for... shit out there or something. No, I live in a your townhouse, own, so I, I can't garden. Shit. I have a grow tent in my basement that where I grow my peppers. There you go. And it's not—it's too cold down there, so it doesn't work. It's fucked. You know, I'm trying to like get out of here too. Like living so close to people is rough, rough. Because when you talk about smelling stuff, right? We're, we're like—I'd say a melting pot of a community. So I get tired of smelling like curry and like tandoori and like the spiciest <laughs> shit through the walls. And I'm like, fuck, man. And they work all hours of the night, so it's like 3 a.m. And I'm like, fuck, I'm hungry. Wake up to take a piss, and I'm like, mmm. That's good, because, like, fucking somebody got home from their night shift. And then, yeah, if there's a neighbor, luckily the walls have been pretty good. I haven't heard too much craziness. We've had some shit, though. We've had some shit where there's been some fucking domestic disputes around here. Oh, they've been a-rockin' and fucking the house has been shaking and things like that. Just fucking wild. And then, of course, you can't help but wake up and just, like, I gotta fucking find out what's going on, man. I guess. I live in an apartment building too, but it's very low key, man. It's, you don't really see people when you do. It's. I live in an apartment building of one bedroom apartments, so nice. there's no kids, which is the best. Yeah. Uh, but I also live very close to the ghetto. So. Okay. That's there are a lot of fucking little hood kids running around and shit. Does some of the ghetto and tend then, uh, to spill over and some violence and some break and <laughs> enters? Uh, no, no, it's pretty fucking legit. I mean, for where I live, you're like, oh, this is the fucking, you know, but it's not. I mean, they used to have security around here at night, but I don't see them anymore, so I don't know. Maybe it's resolved itself. Okay. Most of the, any of the shit that happens, happens over there, but like one day I was sitting in my car, started up, and I'm lit my cigarette, and these little kids from over there come running up, and they go over to the, we have like rock beds around the fucking building, and these kids are like filling their pockets with rocks, and then they're like <laughs> looking around, and then they run away. I'm like, those kids just fucking steal rocks? Like, what the fuck are they going to do with these rocks? You know, I don't know, but I just thought stealing rocks was like, holy shit. Just ready to go down wow. the tracks and whip them at some cars. Probably. Probably. That was... But they're rocks, man. Like... Yeah. So that's, that's how successful I've been in life. <laughs> stealing rocks. Living that one-bedroom lifestyle, potentially dreaming of you know, immigrating to Canada, 
I have a pretty new Ford Explorer, though. So. Hey, that's yeah. right. It looks like a fucking cop vehicle. It is a cop vehicle. It's oh, that's right. Vehicle. It was a fucking one. Yeah, it's a did police you buy it as an option. I did not. But uh, it is a police interceptor utility, yeah. And I went for a drive today. I uh, went down by these boat ramps and shit. There's a bunch, of course, there's a bunch of fucking idiots down there. No masks, jacking each other off and fucking whatever. <laughs> and I just creep through the lot with the parking lights on, you know, just like five miles an hour. And all of you could just see it on all these people are nervous. They don't think you're a cop. Because cops around here drive black ones, but and mine's white. But they think you're some kind of... They just think you're up to something because you got spotlights on there and shit. It's so much fun. There's so many fun things you can do if you own a police car. How many Ks were on that when you bought it? I always heard like they're actually driven like pretty good because a lot of highway miles on them, so, so you're good to go. No idea what the keys are. But... Your, your kilometers, your miles? No, I, know, I, I don't know. My <laughs> miles. I bought it with like 119,000, which is a lot. But... That'd probably be like what you know, getting to be like close to two hundred thousand kilometers. Like two hundred thousand kilometers. Kilometers there, day. They're driven pretty hard and shit, but they're also well maintained. Yeah. Uh, so it's a horse apiece. They're super fun. It's got a bunch of different, you know, like the seat has is metal in the inside, so you can't stab through it. <laughs> you know, there's, I mean, there's a million things inside of it. It's got like the red dome light, which I like to use late at night if I go to like drive-throughs and shit, Taco Bell pull up behind some stoners and like turn the red fucking light on inside of it. <laughs> it's got a ton of ton of crazy features that are in there and it, it's just a cool car to have. It's fun. There's a lot of dumb shit you can do and sometimes if you're just driving, just flash the lights on the highway, like a split lane road. People just move over, you just blast by. They'd have no they don't think anything about a vehicle like that blasting past them, so yeah, man. fucking sweet. And like, what happened to the last vehicle? I saw the pictures. I don't remember the story <clears throat> as to what happened. You got schmucked pretty good. I just got T-boned, yeah, on my way to uh, my way to work. Uh, it was shitty that day, but it turned out to be amazing because I got money and I got a new, way better car, and uh, it was a blessing in disguise. It was really good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because God knows, like. A car accident sometimes can just get you the shits, man. If you're One sure. of the best things that's happened to me recently is I got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it. It was like winning the fucking lottery for me. It <laughs> kind of was, dude. Yeah, it was really awesome. Like, I got a way better car plus money to, like, start it. Like, this is great. Fuck yeah. Sweet. That one-bedroom apartment ain't so bad nowadays. Fuck well, yeah. <laughs> A lot of expensive guitars and shit in here, so. Yeah, well, that's cool, man. And, like, so, is your lady, is she up in Canada? Like, like, do you visit her? Or does she visit you? Oh, she lives here. What are you talking about? I don't know. I just thought she was, like, up in Canada, and you guys just back and forth it. Oh, she's lived here for five years, four okay. years. Awesome. Cool, man. And then, then she puts up with all these guitars and gym stuff. I guess, yeah, I guess. so far. Hey, that's, so far, so good. That's <laughs> love. That's a keeper, then, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so far, so good. That's about all you can say about anything. <laughs> no doubt, man. So far, so good. We're here. We're surviving this Rona. What, how, how big has it affected you, man? Like, like not very. No, because I know you said you didn't go anywhere really. Like, I'm like the same thing too. I don't go anywhere. When you said stuff, like I felt you were like my soul animal. When you're like, I don't go anywhere. I don't like to leave my city. I don't like to really leave my house. I was just like, that's me. That's me. Man. Yeah. 
I mean, really, for me at first, I've been working the whole time. She's been working the whole time. Um, I work from home for like a month, but I'm still getting paid the same. So we got some money, uh, you know, paid out to us, which was like, okay, that's awesome. Cool. Uh, and there was no traffic for a while. Every day I would drive to work. It was great. There's nobody out there. There's a lot of great deals on carryout and pick up food right now. I was like, fuck, I, <laughs> I mean, overall... You know? <laughs> so not too bad deal. But I've been super. I mean, there's few people out there who are, I think, going as hardcore as I am. I have to go to work still, but I mean, I don't fuck around. I don't. I go to like the grocery store and the gas station, and that's like, yeah, you know. Yeah, essential, man. I, I keep it that way too. Been working this whole time, and it's. I don't know. It's a blessing because I have money and I'm able to do it, and works fucking safe. It's the safest it could possibly be. And I just do it, man. I go there, there, hang out here, come back and yeah. watch a little something that I like to call a little RuPaul's Drag Race. I know, I know, my man Jim here loves this. Oh, dude, the finale is next week. Who do you got? Man? See, uh, we haven't watched the season yet. We we've been holding off. So, like, even if you told me who was doing good, I have a terrible memory. I wouldn't remember. But man, we we definitely fucking love that shit, Joey. If you haven't been into it, man. It's super, actually, really fucking cool and talented. My old lady got me into it, and, like, Autumn just loves that shit. And I thought, okay, this is ridiculous, but the personalities, man, are hilarious. The fucking content is so funny. The shit they do, fuck, man. Like, do you, uh, have you been to a show? I've never been, man. They had oh. one, one around here, and we talked about going, but the prices you gotta were pretty go. high. I forget who oh, was dude. by. There was like fucking Thorgy Thor was in Regina. Um, who else did some shows? I can't remember. We don't, dude. We have so we have indie shit here. We don't have anybody who's on RuPaul's Drag Race. There's a lot of great ones around here from you know from all over the place that come in, but nobody. I don't think we've ever seen in person somebody who's been on there. So if you have that, that's way better. But dude, they're super fun, man. We we always go to drag shows. We have a blast of them. Yeah, I, I don't know if we do or not, just because I don't really know anybody who would be in the scene in, in Regina, but I could definitely ask around, because we do have a couple, like, gay clubs out here, so they'd know, oh, yeah. if anything, but, no, it's wild, wrestling and fucking drag queens go hand in hand, man, it's basically the same thing, so elaborate <laughs> with their fucking gowns and shit. <laughs> we have a ton of fun, I mean, we go to pretty much all of them around here we have a blast at those man i was gonna say you look at my fucking my facebook it's like pictures of me with drag queens and shit <laughs> it's like fucking big dude with a mohawk a giant beard like face full of metal <laughs> wearing a pantera shirt like, <laughs> i stick out at those fucking things man that's awesome no i think it's funny man just some of the shit that you enjoy and it's like, i take it for what it's worth it is fucking talented it's creative it's art like anything man art in itself that's why we like to have a different variety of people on the show i think and just everything you know whether you're a voice actor whether you're an artist whether a podcaster whether you're everything and then some just fucking talk to us that's all we want that's why we got senor jim here tonight yeah dude it's a good time man fuck yeah man you know joey what, what should we do should we quick hit him joey quick hit him quick hit him quick hit. okay quick yeah. hits Quick hits. All right. Basically, it's a segment of almost yes or no questions. They're coming at you fast, and you gotta answer them. Don't think about them too much. We'll just we'll just go. We'll just go. First one: Coke versus Pepsi. Coke. Okay. Would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Horse-sized duck? 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm like really big, so you gotta like give me a second. <laughs> okay. Or a hundred duck-sized horses. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I wanna get the horse-sized duck. Okay, it's it's huge, man. A horse-sized duck. It's a okay. fucking duck the size of a horse. Bro. I that's think that's crazy. a bad. I have a better chance against that, dude. Okay, mm, okay. you don't have to explain yourself. If that's what you feel. Is a hot dog <laughs> a sandwich? No. You're an asshole. Um, the hinge, <laughs> the hinge of the bun is what makes it not a sandwich. No, but you, if the bun is not hinged, then it could be a sandwich. You yes. can cut that shit off every single day. What's an open face sandwich? An like, open face sandwich is. Yeah, yeah you, you, we all know what it is. It's, it's a still sandwich. a sandwich. Yeah, so is a hot dog. <laughs> so, who has been your favorite drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race? Oh, dude. Um, or, or a couple of them. Alaska would be oh. one. I'm, I'm trying to think of the names. Oh my god, I'm really bad at names. Oh, fucking Miss Vanji. Vanji. <laughs> Vanji. That's what I. That's our all-time favorite here at Castle Vicious. <laughs> Miss Vanji. Vicious. Okay, cool man. Uh, fuck. Okay, Indica versus Sativa. Sativa. Okay. Okay. Keep you up and at him, eh? Um, what was Gigi Allen actually good or just insane? Dude, actually good. Yeah? Okay. Uh, I don't know. Okay. When was the last time you shit your pants? <laughs> um, honest, I had... Well, I mean, it did hit my boxers, so I did have, a, like, a liquid shart about uh, a week ago, two weeks ago. Man, I was very current. At home. At home. I, thought I, was sitting, I was sitting down, I thought I was having a fart. It turned out to be a fucking really wet shart, and I immediately, you know, went to the bathroom, took a shower. But there was shit. In my underwear, so. Hey, you can't trust a fart sometimes. <laughs> Never I clarify that way because I don't consider it shitting your pants if it doesn't exit your ass. If it doesn't hit actual boxer, then you did not shit your pants. That's fair, right? You got plenty of time to save yourself. Okay, fav- <laughs> right. your favorite swear word. Oh, I mean, I'm a classic fuck guy. Okay, would you sacrifice AEW for Lucha Underground to come back? Oh, uh, yeah, I would. Oh, that a boy. Is Kenny Omega gay? Uh, I think so. I, I think so. I, I don't care, but I think he is. Um, I think he is. I think he is. Canada or USA? Actually, I think Kenny Omega is bisexual. Oh, okay. Um, Canada or USA? Yeah. I mean, even though it's like a younger sibling, right? You know, you can beat the shit out of your younger sibling, but you wouldn't want anyone else to. So I'd still have to say USA because we, uh, we invented the blues. We fucking make all the movies. We've created fucking a lot of shit. So, In America. despite all of our inherent fucked upness, America is still pretty fucking cool. Okay, Mary fuck kill. We got a couple of these: Charlotte Great. Flair, <laughs> Becky Lynch, Bailey. Uh, man. Well, definitely gonna go with kill Charlotte Flair. Um, probably Mary Bailey fuck Becky. Okay. All right, I respect that. Next, we have Mary Fuck Kill, uh, the Golden Girls, Dorothy, Rose, and Blanche. Well, you gotta fuck Blanche. Yes, you do. You uh, gotta kill uh, the one that looks like a man. The B. tall Arthur. one, B. Arthur. Yep. <laughs> kill her, and then marry whichever one's left. So Betty White, Rose. You got oh, him. definitely Rose. Absolutely, absolutely very Rose. Yeah. That's almost a, a kind of a, a test. If anybody doesn't do it that order, I don't like them. 
Dude, I, I, no, I have some serious questions if you don't go that way on that. Exactly. All right, man. Okay, fuck. That's quick hits. Quick hits are fun. We love them. Jim, it's you got fun, any man. got any places to like plug the shit you're doing? Where do we check you out? Suplex City Limits is everywhere and anywhere. Yeah, man. Uh, at Suplex City Limit on Twitter, I respond to everything. Uh, all messages, all posts. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's pretty much it. Check out the podcast. That's all I really got to sell you is a podcast at this point. So Okay. We'll, we'll sell it and we'll put some links on. Joey, we'll get some music up on the site. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yes, Dude, had a good time chit-chatting with you, boys. Fuck yeah. Thanks oh, for yeah, coming man. on, man. It's always good. Always good to get some new love right. on here. Okay. Catch you later, brother. You have a good night, and we will hear you, I guess, on the weekend with another episode of Suplex City. Sounds Ooh. good, man. Take it easy. Okay. Peace. Sure, man. What a bunch of dicks. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>